When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, look at this handsome group of gentlemen here on a football Friday. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined as always by Mr. Bo Brock in his otherwise well-kept home, his new home, his old new home here in the Valley. Uh, also joined by the pride of Northwestern, former Arizona Cardinal running back Damian Anderson here on a Friday and Mr. Stir Crazy himself with his son hat in vogue, Frank Sanders, second round re- wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Gentlemen, what do I owe the pleasure? Loaded room, as Isaiah says in the chat. What's up, Johnny, Bowen, Frank, and Damian? Gentlemen, how we doing? Let's get it. What's good? Shit, I'm loving it, man. It's happy Friday. Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy Friday. You know why? Because honestly, the guys are on vacation and we probably won't have S to do. And so you guys are going to try to figure out what we're going to do, and we're going to be making up Live so many. I mean, right? This is the time where we just get to kind of have a lot of personality. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this moment. I'm coming I, in. and I, th- I think I think Frank's telling everybody, you know, all our listeners, how hot it is out in Arizona. It's so damn hot that you need the sun hat inside <laughs> that you need. <laughs> you already know what time it is. Hold on. Get, my, get that car no right. Get that, we get that center. love it. Boom. We have a great question in the chat to begin our show today, Bo, wow. and I'm going to throw it to you. And I love this idea from Elawan Five, I think. Mm-hmm. What do I think about Isabella in a third for Robert Quinn? Uh, look, if Steve Keim gets that phone call, if it's communicated to him anyway, yeah, absolutely. Pull the trigger on that. No doubt about it. Somebody asked Cliff Kingsbury about Andy Isabella going into his fourth season you know, what's his role going to be in Cliff? You know, he couldn't just say the guy done as far as we see it. You know, he, he knows the offense. He's got speed to burn. And it's just, yeah, absolutely. Andy Isabella as an Arizona Cardinal is who he is. So if you can get anything from Andy Isabella, yeah, I, I would do it in a second. What do you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I know. I absolutely agree, Bo. I mean, if you could get Robert Quinn, obviously that solidifies that defensive line losing Chandler Jones last year. And, I mean, just just that, that the importance of getting a player like Robert Quinn for a guy in exchange of Andy Isabella, I think it more has to do with the third. You wish Andy Mm -hmm. Isabella the best, and he goes to Chicago and his career flourishes. 
However, the value put on him as an Arizona Cardinal uh, at being, what is it, Johnny, a second-round pick, second-round yeah. draft pick? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it hasn't – we haven't seen that value because when we see a second-round draft pick, we think of guys like Frank Sanders who have made – you know, not to because he's here, but I'm I'm on told it. But you know, you think of guys that are going to have an impact on your football team. Guys like Christian Kirk. You know, some, some few few names in the recent history. Guys that make an impact, not guys where the coach is just saying things like, "Hey, he's a, he's a good person." You know, damn that. This this is the game of football. It's about That's making right. plays and scoring touchdowns. Sean Marks, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, yeah, go Sean, ahead. Sean Marks, super chat one ninety nine. Missed your faces. Well, we missed you, Sean. Sean with low-key MVP of the streams during the season last year. Glad you're back, my man. Go ahead, Mr. Sanders. Yeah, man. Welcome back to the party, Sean. Look, I take I take a 20-piece Popeye's uh, chicken bag for my man, Andy Isabella. Spicy? Spicy and all. Spicy. 100% spicy. I need the family bundle pack for Andy Isabella. He ain't done a goddamn thing for the Arizona Cardinals. And while we still holding on to him, that's a piece of – that's a waste of money. We could be using that money towards something else. Look, it's no true. shade on the homie, but he ain't producing. He and they, and they had they had they had the upside on him that we've. He's been so good for the Arizona Cardinals. We've gone and got another second round receiver for him, and that's in a Rodney. I mean, just Rondell Moore. Come on, man. Like let's stop let's stop wasting our time with Andy Isabella <laughs> and that BS conversation. He's gonna be great. He's standing in the room of D Hops. He's standing in the room of HB. He's next to AG AJ Green was ten thousand yards receiver. A.J. Green, eight-time Pro Bowler, A.J. Green. Last year, just a little bit less than 900 yards, A.J. Green. And Andy Isabella is still a conversation. What the flock of flame are we doing? And why he's still making 200, I'm sorry, $475,000 with Arizona Cardinals. B.S. On the Sly, Sly in the chat says, Popeyes ain't making that trade, Frank. I think he's right. <laughs> Thank, thankfully for all of us. Thankfully for all of us, like this, this whole charade. I don't even know this is how the show is going to start today. Other, other than, thankfully, Andy Isabella. All this will hear, won't he be on the team? This last year, we have to do this. His contract runs up in 2023, so uh, I would call it a minor upset. Should he make it out of camp? Should he make it through 17 games? But I thought that last year, uh, and we're at the point now where anything's possible. But I mean, goodness, no DeAndre Hopkins. Andy, Andy's got nine lives on this roster. I was going to say, I was going to throw it right back at, at you, Johnny. Who's to say being a contract year, Andy Isabella just doesn't go off and have one of those years that um, – what's the over-under on it? What, what's the over-under? What are you doing? <laughs> over-under on games active, I think, more so than Less than 100 itself. yards receiving. Less than 100 he yards receiving. He had one catch last year. The entire season, Frank? Less than 100 yards receiving, brother, entire season, 100 Damn. yards receiving. You got HB, you got two, you got Trey McBride, you got Zach Ertz, you got JC who caught a viable option out of the backfield with his hand, with his hand game. AJ Green on the other side. Still got We still got Rondell Moore. There's so many guys that are playing right now. Not even the plethora of guys we brought in from just, you know, from the scout team or guys that we brought in that were free agents. Andy Isabella is a conversation piece. Why? I still don't know why, because in, in fact, if, if D Hops is on this roster and the band of married men that we got that follows after D Hops and the names we can say, Andy Isabella is not a name that's going to be on that roster. He's not a second string receiver. He's not even a third. He's more of our third string, third string or third situation receiver. And I don't see that. On, I don't see him getting a lot of play. I mean, we, we can just go deep on the depth chart and. You still, you it'd be tough to get to Andy Isabella. I mean, when when you're at full strength at game set at week seven, you've got D Hop, you've got Hollywood, you've got AJ Green, 
you've got Rondell Moore, you've got Greg Dortch, you've got Antoine Wesley. I, I mean, we're six, seven deep by that point. Andy Isabella, I mean, this guy's you're not going to carry seven receivers. This guy's not going to make the roster. I don't know how he makes his way off the roster, Johnny. I don't know if it's he gets cut. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a casualty at the end as far as them trying to get to the 53. If it's earlier than that, I don't know. Is it a, is it a trade? Can you get a bag of potato chips for him? Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, 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 as far as Dorch is concerned, I've heard nothing but positive things as far as Dorch goes. You know, speedy, versatile teams. He can play teams. Um, can he be a guy that maybe some speed, he can get some reps in the backfield? Maybe. I don't know. It's just Andy Isabella doesn't have, he's not versatile. He's kind of a one trick pony. And his tricks were all successful at UMass. They weren't yeah. successful at the pro level. I, I think got, I got, go I think ahead. he gets released, Johnny, and I think they're, he goes to the Patriots and catches for fourteen hundred yards a season. <laughs> I think I you you joke, Damien. I I legitimately think that's a concern of Steve Kime. I think Steve really? Kime, the reason it hasn't been done yet, because there were offers confirmed by Ian Rappaport, friend of the program, last trade deadline. Teams offered something for Andy Isabella, and the Cardinals right. kept him in part because Hollywood, or excuse me, Hopkins was hurt. A.J. Green was was beaten up. They had COVID, so they thought, okay, we're going to hang on to him. That ended up being a mistake. He didn't offer anything. I do think there's a fear from Kime and Kingsbury, maybe not now, but in the past, that if we release this guy, could he go off elsewhere? I don't – he's a body catcher. He's got, you know – nice traits physical traits for the position he's incredibly fast and i he's stocky enough but i would try to get creative i posted this on twitter um within all the uh rodney hudson hoopla and i would go and try to find maybe a rotational offensive lineman a six lineman um to not only trade for but maybe you could package isabella there's a player by them by the name of nick allegretti who plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was a late-round pick out of the U of I. He is like a Max Garcia, but with more upside. He makes no money. He was drafted in that same draft as Isabella. This is his last year on his deal. Something like that. Uh, he actually started in both Super Bowls for the Chiefs, and then they, you know, they turned over their offensive line, and now they've got you know Joe Thune and company and Creed Humphreys. So they don't really have a use for Allegretti. Something like that where you could get creative and say, okay, Here's another body, young guy to throw in the mix, also in a contract year for an offensive line that could could use some younger players. Because I think one thing we can say about this offensive line is, unlike the receiver position, they've got a lot of older veterans that are that are about to be expired deals. They don't have a lot of youth in this offensive line. So that if I'm trying to move Isabella, if I can, if I'm Steve Kime, I can work my magic. I'd want to go for a, maybe a backup offensive lineman, but. You know, I digress. It's a, it's an interesting situation to monitor with something we're definitely going to preview as we get closer to training camp. Speaking of training camp, gentlemen, we just concluded mini camp this week. Bo, you were on site for all the workouts that the media was open to. And um, not a good week for publicity for this team, I would say, in relation to everything that's going on with Rodney Hudson. Kyler Murray, good soldier, showed up. We'll talk more about Kyler here in a little bit. But I, there's a lot of hostility with the fan base right now as it relates to this team. You know, after the draft, we asked everybody during the schedule release show that we did, give us your win-loss total. And for the most part, very positive, borderline, if not a playoff team. Now, most of the comments that that we get, it's a four or five win team. And that's the extreme side of things. So I thought today, gentlemen, I thought we'd revisit our predictions for this season. Not go game by game, but here's the cardinal schedule. After everything that took place, Zayvon Collins, not the best comments. Rodney Hudson may not be on the team. 
You've got issues with, you know, of course, DeAndre Hopkins being out. Looking at the schedule now, and, and Bo, I'll start with you. Where do you see this team? How many games are they going to win this year? Revised prediction. Man, uh, I, I view the Cardinals roster as it stands right now, a fringe playoff team. And I think that it's down. I mean, the Rodney Hudson news is huge for this team. It's offensive line, a blow that they couldn't sustain. And, uh, you know, I'm saying nine and eight right now. They're favored in seven games, according to the wise guys, according to the drafts book, DraftKings Sportsbook. And you have to believe Kyler Murray, if he plays to his potential, he can win two or more of those games they're not favored in. Uh, but, you know, where they really need to improve to avoid, you know, potentially going seven and 10, eight, nine, they need Rodney Hudson to return. They need Hollywood to work out. They need D hop to come back strong after week seven. And the young first round linebackers need to become the vocal point of this defense. I mean, that's just what has to happen in order for this team to take the jump and improve off an 11 win season. Because I think that they take, as far as this off season goes, they took steps backwards especially with the Rodney Hudson news, potentially I think I'm saying nine and eight, eight, and nine. That's their sweet spot right now. But look, they, they do things can get better. Like they do have stars here to say that this team is a four win team. Like that that's 2018 type roster. This team is way more talented than that, especially at the quarterback position. If you have a quarterback, especially the caliber of Kyler Murray, you're going to win six games, probably seven. And then, you know, if, if you can put it together, you can approach that the double digit win. But I, I'm, I'm going to go nine and eight right now as it stands with room to improve. Yeah, Frank, no, what well, about you or Damien? Yeah, yeah, Bo, I, I absolutely agree with that. And under the same, you know, lines, I think that Kyler being an elite quarterback could mitigate some of those holes offensively. I've said it over and over again. I feel that they've heavily leveraged their bets offensively, getting, you know, the tight ends uh, via the trade last year. You know, re-signing Connor, getting depth at the position, obviously the draft pick with McBride, and then just having an offensive guru, guru that will continue to get better, we hope, in Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, that's not going to fill the void uh, defensively. And I won't even start there, but having an elite quarterback in Kyler, uh, I agree with Bo. I say nine and eight, eight and nine, uh, just because of the fact that I think, you know, I think the world of Kyler, I think he's elite. And it's all with an asterisk, too, guys. It's with the asterisk that he remains healthy. It's going to come down to Kyler Murray at 70, 80 percent. We've seen some guys just be able to stand in the pocket. That's not his game. So if they could keep him upright, that's why that Rodney Hudson ordeal that the Cardinals are dealing with right now is so paramount, because we know that he's a huge foundational piece for this team for what they're wanting to do and go you know, further into the playoffs and win games. But right now, given their opponents with the NFC West, the AFC West and, you know, sprinkled in there with, you know, uh, the Saints aren't even a bad team as, as well as Philly. You know, those are some good football teams. Luckily, you got them at home. I, I believe in Kyler. Um, he could mitigate that early in the season. But time will tell, guys. I'm going with nine. I'm going nine and eight, John. Nine and eight. I'm going I'm going to uh, I don't see any of that. I don't I don't like our offseason. I thought our offseason last year gave us more hope. It gave us more opportunity to feel like we were the team that we thought we was when we showed up. This offseason has not shown that, and we still got a bag of tricks that we're trying to figure out with our quarterback. Last show, Damon, I said one of the number one things I think the Cardinals need to do need to do is to revamp and remarket their position with Kyler Murray before they even give him the money because right now the naysayers just talk so bad about him, and that 
that is that you don't want that to drag out into training camp. But, but Frank, if I may jump jump in, but we've seen a, a, a bit of a rebranding with him. We've seen him showing up to volunteer. We've seen him showing up to mandatory. We've seen him, you know, which I know that we'll get into another segment. You know, being positive out out in the community with his old school. You know what I mean? Like we've seen him do proactive things that I didn't say he needed to do it. I said the Cardinals need to do it. The Cardinals need to do a whole bunch of rebranding before they give your guy $47 million for everybody who doesn't think he's worth $47 million after watching what he had done. So in my best opinion, watching this team, JV, Bo, DA, I'm not liking it. I'm looking at us about seven and ten. I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at this team making it to the playoffs. I'm not happy with our defensive line until they make a whole heap. And that's some southern. That's some southern stuff. I mean a lot. A whole, a whole I mean heap. A lot. Of, they got to make I mean a, a whole heap of changes, JV. And that's just where I'm at right now. Seven and ten at best, and that's Kyler finishing the season. Hopefully he does. But I just don't like where we are right now and the pieces that we have to be a dominating force with this schedule that we have. It's not necessarily if this was last year's schedule, JV. I might say more, but this schedule we have this year is one of those schedules that says you really got to have your team and your pieces. And I don't see we have enough of that to fight this schedule. Yeah, I understand where everybody's coming from. And I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I'm going to, I'm going to be Mr. Positive here. I'm going to stamp pad at 10 and seven. Um, I, I think that there's enough in the cupboard to get this team where they need to go. I don't think that they could finish any worse than they did last year. And I, I also believe that Kyler Murray is going to take a step this year, more so than last year of a, we're going to get elite quarterback play from week one to week 17. And if that happens, this team is winning 10, uh, 10 games. I firmly believe that if Kyler Murray produces 40 touchdowns total this year, 30 passing, 10 rushing, whatever it is, this team's going to win 10 games. They're, they're too talented not to. Now it's a big asterisk and I'm, I'm with the people that are like four win team that happens if Kyler Murray gets hurt. Right. But if I'm to, led to believe that Kyler Murray is going to play the best football of his career, and why wouldn't I not think that, right? It's his fourth year in the NFL, Kingsbury's offense. He's with his best friend. He's going to be really happy here in the next couple of weeks when he gets his guaranteed money. You know, as Frank said, 40, 45, $47 million per season. Um, I have no reason to believe that, that Kyler Murray is going to lead a team under 500, right? Now, where I have concerns are mostly on the defensive side of the ball. This Rodney Hudson thing, I'm not going to call it a blip. It's a serious issue. But they won games without him last year. And I also do think they have enough time to, if they need to pivot, they can go and get a center and be ready to go by September. Like, Steve needs to get on that shit. None of this Justin Pugh playing center. But I think you can remedy that. And I've always been bullish about this offense. I think they just have too many good skill players to be able to score points. That, that's what this NFL is. Yeah. I saw something the other day. The team with the most money invested on defense is the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then they have the least amount of money offensively. And to me, invested. And to me, you're going backwards. I would rather put almost every dime I have on the offensive side of the ball and support my young quarterback and make teams beat me in a shootout. And if again, if I get good Kyler Murray all year, and he can have some up and down games, I'm not saying that can't happen. I, this is a 10-win team. He's better than Trey Lance, right? He's shown they can own the 49ers. They can own the 49ers with Colt McCoy and without DeAndre Hopkins. I, I, I expect them to sweep the Seattle Seahawks next year who are a full-blown rebuild. If they can go again, 4-2 and two in the division, if you can split with the L.A. Rams again, split with the Niners or sweep them and then sweep the Seahawks, four games in the division I think guarantees that they win double-digit games. So Cliff Kingsbury is not 
a disaster in his own division. He is not an embarrassment like people want to make him out to be, Bo. He has been competitive in the division since year one. He's gotten better every year. I still and I I'm gonna go on the on the edge here. I think they have a better second half than first half because I think you get hot back, think you hit your stride, the pressure's off. No one's expecting much from this team right now. That's a good thing. Guys, I think it's, that what you what you need to look at is that their offense has to win shootouts because given the uncertainty on offense, it's like are the Cardinals offense better than than are they better than 10 teams that they're gonna play this year, Johnny? That's what you have to look at. Yeah, you expect the, the defense to make some plays here or there, but is this is this offensive unit collectively offensive issues? Rodney Hudson, you know the plethora of receive, receivers. I absolutely agree with you, Johnny, when you say this team is too talented offensively not to score points. I can't I be bullish on Hollywood Brown and then say they're not good enough offensively. So it feeds into my narrative that I believe Hollywood Brown's going to have thirteen hundred yards receiving this year. And if I think that, and then I also know they've got an All Pro running back and they've got a nice complement of BNC receivers and a, a bunch of good tight ends. tight ends. Like they're gonna, they're gonna score. They should score on average thirty points but, per game. How do you protect that? How do you protect that with your well, center? The, the offensive line usually plays well at the beginning of the year, but then yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I I am giving Kime the benefit of the doubt that if Rodney Hudson flakes and we don't see him again, then they go and sign. Offensively in the division, are they better than the Rams? Are they better than I think? I think this season they will they will have the best offense in the in the NFC West because because Odell took that offense in LA to the next level. Bo, I don't give a shit about Allen Robinson. He hasn't been good in years. I'm gonna and they don't have they don't have the running game. Johnny, keep drinking. Well, I mean, well, I don't like I, the I Cardinal lo- defense. Cam, Cam Akers was a beast at the end of the season last year. They're going to get a full season of Cam Akers, who should be one of the most hated players coming to face the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, McVay is daddy still. I mean, he, Cliff and Kyler have one win over him. He ain't my so daddy. Far. He ain't my daddy. Well, look, unfortunately, we got to be realistic here. They, that's that's one of the things. If they can change that narrative this year, and they did a good job in their first uh, showdown with the Rams last year in Englewood, with the victory, but then things just got right back. What we've seen under Cliff and in, in, in McVay kind of owning that that showdown. So it's going to be big for them to kind of stay uh, up to snuff in in that showdown. Because you're right, four and two, not taking a step back in the division is going to be right. key for them returning to the postseason, and it's it's going to be tough. But who knows? I mean, San Francisco. They're an absolute just wild card with Trey Lance potentially starting at, at quarterback. And you know, I know we, we this is this has been the same thing with them the last couple of years. There's so much talent on that roster, but if you don't have a quarterback that's going to get you to where you want to go, it, it's going to be tough. They also got a ton of games last year out of Bosa and Trent Williams, who are historically banged up. Yes. I'm not rooting yes. for injuries, but they have a ton of guys on the roster who could go down. Debo's missed time in years prior. Like they, they're three uh, injuries away. Uh, Johnny, uh, Kyler Murray, and JJ Watt. <laughs> Kyler Murray. Well, I'm not talking about the Arizona Cardinal defense. Kyler's missed what three games in his NFL career. I can I can give yeah. Kyler the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I'm just saying. Enough. I'm just saying. Their San Francisco roster is like sticks and glue. It's like a cardboard house. My kids make it looks great, but then if somebody sits on it, they're they're all screwed. Right? Everybody's going oh. home crying. So, yeah. Hey, what 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 we're doing right now is we're we're. We're, de- we're debunking the teams in our division, knowing that this is that same team we're talking about made it some kind of way to the goddamn, you know, championship. <laughs> same, and, same the playoffs. And, and the playoffs. And the playoffs. And the right? team, the other team won the yeah. Super Bowl. So let's not crap on what we know should be. The- no.
and our guys, and I just say this here, look at our schedule. Our schedule is a beast. We got the AFC North, damn near all of them that's champions and badass players, bad bad teams, you know, some badass teams over there. And then again, we're we're looking at ourselves like the our, our, our division's not a slouch. Just looking at the schedule, what we, the initial question was, what do you think our schedule's what do you think our, our, our record's gonna be? That's the part that, you know, when you start looking at it, we got a badass schedule. This is a really, really tough schedule versus some of the tough teams with the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, the only one that's missing off this roster right now is Green Bay. If we had to, if we just had, we had to play Green Bay on this schedule, it would be even tougher. Everybody else on this schedule right now, uh, I mean, you're talking the 30, this is the 30 to $50 million club that we're playing against at the quarterback position uh, this year. And so we can't take that lightly. And some of these teams got very good defenses. So I hope that our team is healthy. I hope that our guys are, um, they learn how to gel, you know, not just in the short term, but for the long term, Bo. But in reality, man, Cliff has to come to come to work because those coaches on that other side of the field, those are some great coaches and they know how to get their guys ready to play. They know how to put their guys in a position. This is the these guys have played for the AFC championship, uh, the the Super Bowl championship and also their conference and they and they won the division. So this is going to be a tough schedule for us. And I don't I don't want to take that lightly. I don't. And that's something that you got to look at. And hopefully our guys can handle that. And hopefully that, you know, what you said, Johnny. At the end of the day is that Kyler comes to play and he represents uh, himself extremely well. And then he represents himself at the, as one of the most elite quarterbacks that's worth $47 million. They, they don't have the margin for error for a Detroit loss this season. They just don't. They don't have Correct. a margin for Very error true. for another Carolina loss, which is on their mm-hmm. schedule. Like Cliff has to beat Matt Rule's ass this year. Like it, that has to stop. Like that yes. has, and that's week four. I mean, you're going up against some two out of your first three weeks, you're going up against coaches who are going to have the edge just as far as X's and O's, week one, Andy Reid, week three, Sean McVay. But then Carolina, you go you go across the country, early kickoff against Matt Rule. You've got to beat Matt Rule and whoever's uh, you know in the shotgun or under center for them. Uh, and then you gotta make you gotta beat Nick Sirianni and the Eagles who come to town the next week. Like you have to win those matchups. It, it, it's gonna be huge. Uh, I love Kyler Murray against Sam Darnold. Please give us Sam Darnold. <laughs> you should. You should. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it could be Sam Donner, Darnold, Baker Mayfield, whatever the talks are going to be. I mean, they just need to win that football game. Please right. no Cam. And, and, we can't have I'm, Cam again. Yeah. TJ Walker, Cam with the hat. With the hat. But, I mean, yeah. Jalen Blair in the chest, is CMC going to have 150 rushing and 65 receivers. But, that, hey, hey Jalen, that's okay if Kyler scored 37 points. That, you, you feel me, uh, Johnny? That's okay if, if Kyler – They don't have Hassan Reddick to, to strip sack Kyler Murray, so uh... – the, we're in exactly. good shape there. But that uh, that's okay if Kyler score Kyler and Co scores over 30 points a game. Like I mean, I think that that's if they do that, Johnny, they do have a shot. But are are the Cardinals offense better than you know all those names that Bo just mentioned? The AFC West, uh, I mean, yeah, the NFC West, uh Tom Brady and company, the Eagles. Are, is the Arizona Cardinal and Cliff Kingsbury together? Is their synergy better than all those opponents if you just look right. at the schedule? I think it's a top 10 offense because of number one at quarterback and the yeah. leadership skills that he's going to bring this year. Speaking of Kyler Murray, speaking of leadership, Kyler Murray in Omaha for the College World Series repping his alma mater. Here's a tweet today that we saw from his producer, Leah shakes her head as I try to take over. Uh, sorry, Leah. This is from Tony uh, Roland, who covers OU baseball. Look who's in Omaha. 
pre-college World Series pep talk, K1, getting in front of the group. I think we've got another. No, I think we got another picture <laughs> here. All love, K1. This is from Oklahoma Baseball. Look at Kyler Murray front and center. And then, Leah, would you mind queuing up the clip here? Kyler Murray interview on ESPN. I do have Kyler Murray, former Oklahoma football baseball standout, Heisman Trophy winner. Kyler, when did you book your trip to come see the Sooners play in Omaha? I actually, I um, I told the coaches we if we win in Virginia Tech, I'm, I'm I gotta come. So uh, as soon as we, you know, I saw the score kind of got out of hand, uh, we booked the flights and we got it done. You were able to talk to the team yesterday. Can you give us a little peek into what you said to them? I can't give you the full scoop, but um, <laughs> it was pretty aggressive, pretty. Uh, but you know, I just let them know, you know, seize the moment. You know, this is a huge opportunity that there's tons of kids here watching. You know, that when wishing they were in their shoes. So you know, understand the opportunity and uh, just let it all hang. You know, don't don't feel the pressure. Uh, don't play nervous. Just go out there and do your thing. Kyler Murray won't talk to the media at minicamp which pissed a lot of people off um oh, but he that's the, the stupidest thing that is the he dumbest will... thing ever <laughs> it doesn't piss all the off. reporters all the reporters are complaining about kyler murray not talking it's just i like nobody care like the only people that care are the other reporters nobody else cares i'm sorry like if you he didn't have to talk to the reporters I, he's I, talking I'm to espn but he that. won't talk to local media in arizona and that pisses a lot of people off but i'm glad bo i'm glad you're on the record for that because a lot of a lot of people have been vocal about that on Twitter. This is not just hearsay. People are people are pissed off. They are. They are. And, and the only people that care are members of the media. Because otherwise, like, the fans don't care. Like, it, it would be nice. The fans are just happy that he's there. Fans are happy yeah. that he's there. And that's what Bo's reporting. Fans are happy. I mean, the media, they have a job, right, to interview sure. Kyler Murray. And, I they mean, want to write say, a story, but, and they want yeah. quotes for their story. But, and some yeah. would say that Kyler has a job as, a, as the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, a team in the National Football League, to do his job and talk to the media, right, where you see other pillars of the team like J.J. Watt doing, James Conner, some guys that are very, you know, present, you know, when, you know, the meeting ha- media has questions. But I think Kyler's being Kyler, and I think – from from the clip to the from the picture with the team to the clip, one thing that I've loved about him and just this era that he's undeniably him, and he yeah. doesn't really care what people say or do. And there's a lot to take away from what you know he said in that moment. You know, just live for the moment. You know, realize the opportunity, be present, and just let it hang and go out there and play, have fun. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what you see him doing is just enjoying the game and not being constricted or confined to these rules. I mean, being a 5'10 quarterback with a cannon arm and running a 4-3, I mean, he defeats, you know, debunks every stereotype about the position. So just in him being who he is, I think the players will gravitate towards him if he plays well. I mean, everything else, Johnny, I mean, you know we live in a fickle world. You could go from sugar to shit in a minute. And <laughs> as long as long as they – Oh, don't I know it. Yeah. I mean, as long as they're winning football games and he's, you know, doing what he does, everybody's going to be – you know, a Kyler Murray fan. That's just the game that he's in. As the only potentially that I might know of is the only guy that's ever played in the College World Series. <clears throat> um, if I was Kyler, I'd probably say the same thing that he said, man. Be present on the moment and not – So what are you saying? Ever. Elaborate, Frank. You're saying you're saying what? what not? Uh, well, I was saying since I'm, I might be the only guy that played in the College World Series on this panel. That's, that's awesome. Oh, that is you know, any, 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 any one of you guys been? What you do? I knew what that. You do? I knew that as a fact. What you What you do, you, Frank? Uh, 
World Series? I don't think so. So y'all get your boy his due. No, we do. Just, we are. We want to know what poor nah, position. Tell us about it. Tell us nah, about come it. Come on, man. Outfield, man. Yeah, I got some hits, brother. Got drafted, actually, by really? the uh, Seattle Manners. Uh, Took him on the Cracker Killers. Uh, you know what I'm going <laughs> to be done with this I'm I'm sitting in my office uh, and, and I'm unpacking. And what do I have right here? Oh my goodness! Uh oh! Look at that! Look at that! Another Auburn great baseball player. Just I like thought that was me. I, look, was I you. mean, football star, baseball star. I mean, guys are the same uh, Auburn alum, uh, Bo Jackson. Come both. on! <laughs> hey, but you know what's great about there. you know what's cool about that Frank is is there's there's nobody else like Kyler Murray right now in modern day sports. That that could that was drafted in the top ten in baseball and number one overall pick in in, in the NFL. I mean, they have a Bo Jackson on their team, and that is that's pretty cool. That's rare. Yeah, I mean, he's special, and I think that that's that that's Bo. Why we look at the situation and we say that they're going to have you know nine wins this season, and people may think that that's crazy. It's because you know everything else that's going on, and as Johnny said, Kyler has to be elite going into his fourth year, knowing the growth that he's had. Coupled with that, you know, the offensive coordinator, head coach, Cliff, I mean, they're supposed to do something special right now. As Frank said, $47 million, this dude's going to get paid. And he's he's walk, he's going to walk it like he talks it. He's going to go out there and play. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be that guy and be elite. And hopefully it gets him into the playoff. But right now I'm just going to be conservative and just give him them, them nine, nine dubs this year, Johnny. Just those nine dubs. That's fine. I think nine and eight gets them in the playoffs, by the way. Uh, but you can bet on that right now, gentlemen. I don't know if you knew this or not. No, uh, over, not over-unders that. at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We just wrapped up the NBA, and now we are moving for baseball season. But if you were fortunate last night to get your bet in, use that promo code PHNX. Again, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers could make a $5 bet and get up to $50 in free bets instantly. It's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX, and uh, yeah, have a good time on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash what? Slash DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for more details. Uh, I want to let everybody know that my DraftKings pick of the week. We have to pivot toward baseball, so it's kind of it's kind of throwing your boy a little off here. I, I talk a lot of baseball on PHNX Bets Daily with my cohort, Mister Shane Diefenbach. Um, but <clears throat> we can talk about DraftKings here. Use that promo code PHNX. Bet five dollars on any NHL team to win their game. Get a hundred dollars in free bets, no matter what. That's code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner. The Stanley Cup. I don't know the rules to hockey, um, but I enjoy watching it nonetheless. <laughs> you got to be 21 and older. Pick? My pick, uh, should I go Avalanche? You Leah, can I say Avalanche, av- avalanche money say. line? Can I say you that? Better. Thumbs up from Leah um, as I fumbled through my reads here. Um, but yeah, Avalanche money line, your boys, DraftKing pick of the week, Bo. I uh, was looking up Frank Sanders' baseball stats. Well, he's a member of the Auburn Tigers. He went yard twice. The guy went big fly. Of course, he's got it, that power bat. Uh, you did, did you how, play? How many at bats? How many at bats, Frank? How many at bats? Uh, I played. It was it was eighty. I think I played eighty. It was eighty-seven games. I played eighty of them. So I don't know how many at bats on that moment, brother. 
It looks okay. like 185. Look, I hadn't played so 185. I had no, 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 no. I was two, two something, 240 something. I, uh, I didn't play. I didn't play my freshman year or my sophomore year. I played my junior year. Nice. I only played one year of college ball. And coach told me, look, uh, if you go out and you got to make the team, if you make the team, then you can stay. But if you can't, you got to come back to practice. I said, don't worry about that. I'll make the team. I made the team, but I got better as the season progressed. So West, you know, West Division, SEC West Division player of the game. You're talking to when you say you're talking to you listening right now too. You know, I, I don't want to go. Play? I don't want to go Rick Flair. Though? I don't want to go Rick Flair on you with this Rolex watches and these slippers I got on. I spilled on more spilled liquor. I don't want to do that yet, JV. When you know, we let the NFL in Notre Dame. Yeah. Now you played. No, no. Did you play Oklahoma in the College World Series? Is we did actually play Oklahoma. In the, okay. Yeah, we played. We played Miami and Oklahoma in the College World Series, yeah. and we was one, two, and done. You <laughs> and barbecue, wow. my guy, <laughs> bro. They they <laughs> they had some of the best pitchers I've ever seen. They just they threw gas, and uh, they we just we didn't have we didn't have two you know two game elimination in the College World Series, and uh, but to be there was great. Have the opportunity to be there was great. Uh, Jason Veritek was on those guys at that time. I actually played with Mark Bellhorn, who actually played for the Boston Red Sox and, you know, uh, uh, actually a World Series uh, champion. I played with a bunch of guys, man, but that moment was great. You know, Todd Helton, I played against, man, when he was at LSU, just uh, just a, a masher. So great time, great opportunity, man. Uh, to Helton live that was uh... – was was any Tennessee? Was any Peyton Manning's uh, roommate at one point? Uh, absolutely, he was. I yeah. did that wrong. He's at LSU, at Tennessee, not LSU. Got a chance to play against some good guys, man. Um, but guess what? The same energy we talk about when we talk about Kyler and how it feels to be a two sport athlete, man, and how great he is. That's why I talk about that rebranding process, JV, so important because the mental side of it, knowing that you got a quarterback you trust. Uh, for the OU to bring them in and let them talk and to share with the team uh, is something special. And just, again, realize the talent of an athlete, of a quarterback that we have. And um, I love them. I love them from day one, and I hope they pay them and pay them, pay them quickly so we can get over that. And uh, then he can be on this team for the next five to tw- ten years because I think the Cardinals' upside is definitely uh, with uh, with K-1. But, but, Frank, Oklahoma, it's not like they didn't win – when Kyler Murray went to University of Oklahoma. I mean, dude was ninth overall pick, damn Heisman Trophy winner. If he ain't coming back, there there's a you know, there's a serious problem. They only win. Um, but I think he's a he's the only unique person to be in a situation like that, Frank. And I wanted to throw it back at you, you know, just given I know that we talked about a little bit earlier, given Kyler's ability obviously to be drafted in baseball, you know, be drafted number one overall in football. Do you think that that really played a part, meaning baseball, in his decision? Was it as attractive, or why do you think? I mean, you were in a similar circumstance. It sounds like you obviously you didn't yeah. go top ten, right? But where you could have made that? I mean, I think that you, knowing you as a person, you probably considered, hey, well, baseball, I could play probably for the next twenty. You know what I mean? Why, why football? Um, I love football. I like baseball. You have to realize the. It's, you know, it's, it's one week, but that one week means everything to every fan that is a football fan. You know, and that's the same thing you experience when you're playing college football. It's, it's that one week and that one moment, that great buildup of what you create when you have your rivals. Uh, there's no real rivals in baseball like it is in football. It doesn't have the same meaning because you're playing 
almost playoff. <laughs> right. You, I mean, you, but you're yeah. playing so many, you're playing so many games in successions with every different pitcher. And football is only one thing. So Bo JV, I, I love football. I like baseball. And that that became the, the crutch to making my decision because I felt like I could get paid 17 weeks or 16 weeks a lot faster than they, they would send me to single A, double A, triple A to have to mm. prove myself. Even though I might have got drafted in the early rounds, I had to prove myself to get to that next level. And so I think that, you know, when you look at the game, you say to yourself, as a quarterback, you automatically know you're going to be top paid, you're going to get top money, uh, you're going to be an ambassador for the team, you're going to have tons of endorsements. And so all that money you make, you make in one week, and you start thinking you got one-week intervals. And you learn when you're playing baseball uh, that you're always on the road, you're always on the go, and not everybody wants to do that. I did not want to do that. I like the football season bowl of, you know, getting ready and JV getting ready, man, for one team and one team only just to murder those two DBs that was out there. And that's all I wanted. You know, I felt like my, it was, it was an easy, it was an easier task than having to deal with a, you know, a five game stretch during the week and then get on a bus and drive over to another city or get on a plane and, you know, what those East coast and West West coast swings look like in baseball. You don't have the uh, pageantry either. You don't have 100,000 people in one stadium and an eagle, especially at Auburn, flying in your field and people just losing their minds. Like, you don't have that. Like, sure, baseball has its history and it's rich. And, you know, I grew up a baseball guy, but it, it, it can't match NFL Saturday or NCAA Saturdays or NFL Sunday in, in the atmospheres. And, and Kyler That's Murray right. knows that. He knows he, he's not going to. If anybody still thinks, you know, even if he's in attendance at Oklahoma watching the World Series, he's being – He's supporting his his alma, and, he, and he's supporting these young guys and his, and his former coach. But he he ain't going to ride a bus for a couple of years, make his way through the minor leagues when he's staring down forty million dollars. But oh, no. I love to hear that he was a he had an aggressive message to the young guys. Right. You know that involves some four letter words and like that that debunks that continues to debunk Johnny and Damian. Like the the narrative that was out there earlier this offseason when all this Kyler madness began. It's like. Hey, you know, he's, he's quiet. He sulks, whatever. Like, no, he, he's a guy, he, he's a guy, he's a player. He's a jock. He's a guy that gets out there and he's not going to be quiet when things aren't going well, you know, he's going to get up there and he's going to say something. He just does it. He goes about it a little bit differently. Yep. And he didn't jet set to Cabo. Not that there's anything wrong with that or Jamaica. He went to support his alma mater and he kept his promise. Uh, I want to remind everybody, if you plan to travel and hopefully come see us this fall, uh, make sure you get nice and healthy with the COVID-19 vaccine. It's time for some screenshots presented by the Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everybody five and up. Those 12 and older are now eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you, especially if you're traveling in those crowded airports. No more mask mandates on, I believe, all major um, uh, flight or excuse me, um, what is it called? Major plane flights, I don't know, distributors, airlines. God, I couldn't no think of the word. So so be smart, cut, be safe. Cut them off. Cut them off. These, got these cut reads them today. Off. It is yeah. a cut them off. You're right. All right. You have you have too many four peaks in you there, Johnny? I did have a while before, before I hopped on. Um, and we are gonna celebrate. And guys, you know, mini camps over. Guys are jet setting. They're going to their favorite place to get their mind right. Next forty to five days, they're mm. off. Uh, Damien, Frank, you guys know what that's like. You got some time until you go hard until February. Hopefully, raising 
a Lombardi trophy at the end of the year. So I thought we'd play a fun game today to recap and uh, conclude our week here, a snake draft of our favorite vacation spots in honor of the Arizona Cardinals taking a nice vacation. Shit, Kime's been in Cabo for like a week. We haven't heard from Steve, certainly not on the waiver wire. Um, So we're going to draft our favorite vacation spots. Um, Producer Lee is going to keep track of them for them. It's going to go snake draft. So uh, Damian, Bo, Frank, then me, and then I go down and we run it back uh, and we each get three picks. So Mr. Damian Anderson, you've had many vacations in your day, I would imagine. Uh, You are on the clock first. Your favorite vacation spot here in our PHNX Cardinals vacation draft. Okay, fair enough. Favorite vacation spot, number one overall pick would be Maui, the Hawaiian Islands. Yes, sir. Oh. Doesn't, doesn't doesn't get much better, man. Don't get much you better. Gobble up. You got to gobble up all the islands. I can't even get one. I just said Maui. I said Maui. I just said Maui. 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 It is Maui. Gives you a little bit of everything. Everything that you need. A little bit of, you know, forestry. I mean, there's a road to Hana. Obviously, the ocean. Locals, food, and just some quality time, man. You just get get to enjoy just peace. You know, beautiful sunsets. Maui, man. Maui, no question. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm headed to the Hawaiian Islands next week, but the family couldn't be more excited about it. We're going to Kauai. Is it? Is that off the board, Johnny? You have to uh, police. Oh, that's fair. Bit. That's fair game. All right. Well, I'm taking that. This is our, it's our second trip there. A little bit more uh, remote, a little quieter. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we, absolutely yeah. rural. So get that. Yeah, me Kauai. If you've seen Jurassic Park, that's Kauai. That's that's wow. Hopefully you don't run any T-Rexes while you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, you're up, my man. Your favorite vacation spot. First pick in our Uh, draft. Number one pick overall, man, standing right now. If I was a football player back then, I wouldn't say that. But this is what I'm saying right now is Pebble Beach. Mm -hmm. I love Carmel, man. Uh, If I can get a chance to get away the uh, Pacific Coast, the rocks, the mountains, man, the uh, the cloud that sits low, but then the opportunity to play Pebble Beach Golf Course consistently uh, between that. I just uh, I love that. Love that West Coast part of it, man. Pebble Beach. These are all good picks. Uh, I'm not going to go abroad like like <laughs> you guys are, or like some of you guys are. And I get back to back picks. So I don't know which order I I'm not going to. Mm. I'm going to get slaughtered for one of my picks, but I don't care. But I'm going to make it my second pick here. So I'm going to go first overall pick. I went to Rome with my wife for our five-year wedding anniversary. You that just was said fantastic. you're not going. You said you're not going okay, abroad. So I am going. I am going abroad. I am going. Abroad. Am going abroad. You're not staying in the states. Hey, cut, I am going. Hey. I changed my mind because my hey, second stop pick. Picking OGs. Stop picking OGs before you leave. <laughs> so. Stop doing. Leave this wise It's been a long week. All right. I am not. I am going to go abroad for my first pick. I'm going to go Rome, uh, Italy, our native country. My family, my wife's family, have Italian roots, heritage. Uh, I, I'm a beach guy, but I don't like beach with kids because my kids, you know, they right. eat sand. I don't like chasing kids <laughs> in the ocean. That's not, I don't, I'm not into that. And I can't do a beach for seven days. I got to be up active. And you can't, I gotta go, and you see can't go that far in the water, right? Hey, hey, I know how to swim. I, have a pool. <laughs> I used to be a lifeguard. Did I ever save anybody? No, I did not. Um, <laughs> I did geography else in 10 seconds. David, get the hell off the stream. Get back to work producer intern david all right so my first pick is rome my second pick this is what i meant i'm not going abroad it's the staycation 
vacations are expensive, right? I they're stressful, wow. especially when you bring your kids. Staycation parentheses, Leah, in Arizona. I don't want to do a staycation in the Midwest or on the East Coast with shitty weather. I love my home here in Maricopa. I don't love the town, but I love my home here in Maricopa. <laughs> I want to stay here in my pool where I have my home office. I do like to see you bros up in Phoenix. I love the Valley. I'm going to say staycation in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, it's great because you know what? I got to go back to Illinois here in two weeks and drive 24 hours one way. And the cost of that trip is the equal cost right now with gas and rental cars and hotels as going to like a Florida. So I am, I want to do a staycation here in Arizona. My brothers, I'm going to pass this up since he uh, wants to stay here. I'm out of this beach. I'm not going to be here. I, I love Arizona. That's why I live here. I choose not to live any other place because I love Oh, pick man, I am getting out of here. I'm going to I'm going to Reynolds Plantation over in Georgia. Uh, that is a spot, man, that has literally seven golf courses. It's sitting in the midst. Can they change the name? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is it called? What is it called? Uh, Reynolds, Reynolds Plantation. Can they change the name? Right. Uh, yeah. No, that's it. That's it. But again, here's the beautiful here's the beautiful thing about when we talk about our favorite spots. Because I've been a lot of places, but I've been with people that I didn't want to be there with. Pause. Yeah. yeah Pause. No. For real. For no, real. Pause. And so yeah, I've been a lot of places, oh, but I've been places that weren't good with the people I went with. So. But Reynolds Plantation, look, I had a great time there. The golf course was absolutely fabulous. Actually, Bruce Arians actually has his golf – he has his golf tournaments out there every year mm. um, for the last maybe four or five years. He had something out there. Um, but I didn't go with Bruce. <laughs> uh, the time I went to the Reynolds Plantation, it was an absolutely fabulous trip, vacation, three-hour drive from Birmingham, and just had a fabulous time. You'd love it if you go. I think that's a, it's a solid pick. Um but I'm, I'm going to go with one that you can go in the winter. You can go in the summer. I mean, we're talking about summer. You you want to hit a lake somewhere. Give me give me Lake Tahoe. Give me Lake Tahoe is my Ooh. second pick. I, I'm not going. I'm not going abroad. <laughs> Staying stateside <laughs> here. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere, Johnny, which is actually in Nevada, in California. A little geography lesson for you. Teach me, me the map Tahoe. of America. <laughs> Teach me. Teach me. <laughs> I need it. Um, guys, uh, I'm going to go on uh, number two with something dope. Our, you know, right around my, my rookie year, we weren't making a lot of money. We weren't sure if it was going to work. Uh, a cruise. We took a cruise and stayed mm -hmm. probably at the bottom of the boat in the hole. Our window was about this big to, to see – out of, you, were with Lee, you were with Leo in the Titanic. You're at but, the bottom. Hey, were you on one of those cruises hey. where the bathrooms didn't work and you had to piss and shit in the bucket? Hopefully hey, not. But I would just say it was like some of the best sleep, you know, some of the best food, you know, and some of the best people, man. And you get to visit some of the the best places. It's like going to, to Costco for adults but traveling. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't about that's, that's a great you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it, was, it wasn't even about like the room. You know what I mean? Like we thought that we got robbed because we came back and the, the ducks were all transformed into like little teddy bears and stuff. Like, what is going on? And the, we didn't know. You know what I mean? We didn't know the etiquette, right? Of the rooms. And then it was like we got to visit a friend that was up on the higher rooms. And it was like, man, we need to do something to improve our lives because we can't be at the bottom of the boat <laughs> watching the <laughs> propeller. <laughs> Man, but you know, a cruise, guys, a cruise 
anywhere, you know what I mean, in the ocean. It's just a dope place. Get away. Now they got go-karts on them and everything, and you can zip line, and, and it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah. He's got another pick. This is, this is your final pick. Oh, back-to-back? Back? I got one mm-hmm. more? Okay, I'm going to go with – I know that Bo touched upon, uh, you know, Lake Tahoe somewhere uh, up north, but that's a great thing about Arizona, just knowing what I know now, visiting the up north, going to Pace at Prescott or – or Flagstaff and then just visiting, you know, just the cooler weather, right? Like going up north and, and chilling out for, you know, cutting that thing down for about 20, 25 degrees. So I would probably say Flagstaff, Payson, you know, Sedona, uh, not really Sedona because Sedona's still hot, but like the Flagstaff area by, you know, one of those lakes out there and just some, some land, man, get like an RV or something and just vibe out, just chill out, clear your mind, you know, go some, do some paddling, uh, some kayaking, ride a side by side and just, you know, knock back about 47, you know, Bud Lights. <laughs> and, you know four what I mean? And, a, yeah, Four Peaks. Just a few. Or have a yeah. couple Four Peaks. Four Peaks, the yeah. Anheuser-Busch family. Oh, they yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, um, you know. Yeah, Flagstaff, man. Flagstaff, for sure. Up north. Up north somewhere, for sure. I mean, whether you're up in Flagstaff or you're doing a staycation, yeah. you could go, uh, you know, hang out, do the Maya Day Club if you're Johnny and doing the staycation. OG's is perfect for all of the above. OG's just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor pina colada, which is perfect Uh for any summer vacation. Uh. Perfect pineapple creamy coconut blend just in time for those summer road trips and pool parties. That pool party is coming June 25th. Johnny got the uh, he got the permission slip. He's going to be in attendance. I don't know if Damian and Frank are going to commit to it. I'll be out of town. I'm I'm bummed about that. That's the one downside. Doing one of these. Again? I'm doing vacation. But June yeah, what Maya. June what day? Maya, it's June, June 25th. Maya Day oh. Club in Scottsdale okay. this month. Woo! Be sure to come by and say what's up to all of us at PHNX. Doing <laughs> Johnny and Frank and Damian. Maybe producer. And the rest of the PHNX crew, check out OG's online as well. OG'sBrands.com on Instagram at OG'sBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. you got to be 21 and older to purchase, but check them out, OG'sBrands.com. Let's continue here. All right, my final pick is Damien. Just took one off the board. I, I haven't been abroad, Johnny, in the actual <laughs> literal sense. I haven't. You've never been, been out, of, out of the country? I've been to Mexico, and that's where I'm going to go here. So I enjoyed an all-inclusive place at Cabo. It's a short, what, hour and a half, two-hour flight max from here from Phoenix. Give me Cabo. You get out there on the on the water. You go snorkeling. You go fishing. You enjoy some incredible Mexican food. Give me Cabo. I'm into it. Yep. I'm into it. <laughs> get a hat like Frank's, and you'll be gold. You'll be good. Cabo. That's it. Yeah. Face would be, uh, face would be, you'll come back the same color face wise, but your chest, your chest is gonna be a whole nother color. White up here, brother down here. <laughs> be tanned out, my man. Uh, look, I have, I've had, uh, this is my toughest part right now because I've, I've traveled in some good spots. Um, I'm gonna take this trip and it's gonna be way, way, way out of the, out of the, the realm of just consciousness in this conversation um i want to say i've been to australia and there's a little spot called the hayman islands uh i took a trip a thousand years ago man when i had a whole heap of money and it's, <laughs> you had to land in a, you had to land in sydney catch a, a short plane over to another island and then from that island take a boat to the hayman islands and it's sitting uh 
it's a beautiful, 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 beautiful spot, man. It's only got one hotel on it, and it's only you and your wife and your or your folks who you're hanging out with at the time. And uh, look, it's got uh, seven lakes, not seven lakes, but it's sitting right in the middle of the ocean. And uh, the Hayman Islands over in Australia was one of the best spots I've ever been to. Beautiful and uh, absolutely gorgeous, my man. The Hayman. Uh, hey, hey, man. Yeah. hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Just Hey man, you want to come to one? Hey man, and it's a lot of money, is what you're saying? No, it's not. It just depends on if you have a lot of money. I don't. Um, in the chat, (laughs) brother Numsy said I had some OGs, then I knocked it down with some Shake Shack. That sounds like my kind of vacation, my man. Uh, For sure. Josh Hunt in in the chat. I don't know if anyone said it, but Frank in the hat got me all prepared to hear him say, "Get on the line." Get on the line. That's what a coach says. It's that coach's gotcha. hat, man. Get gotcha. on the line. They can't. They can't even do that no more. Not until today's kids. They can't. Even Cliff do ain't that doing that. that. Come on, Rodney. Yeah. Come back to practice. We're not doing that to you. All right. Like last pick. Us and Rodney are having discussions, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's an excuse right now. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> last pick. Uh, Siesta Key, Florida. My wife's family Whoa. vacations there. We enjoy it. It's. Um, Super South in Florida, not quite Miami, but very nice family spot. It is the place where we like to take our kids. It's harder now since we've moved out west. Uh, when we lived in the Midwest, it was just a, it was a quick flight. So um, that is my third pick. So, gentlemen, this was a pleasure to do with you, as always, drafting our favorite vacation spots in light of the Arizona Cardinals, taking some well-deserved time off. I hope everybody here has a tremendous weekend, popping OGs, have some four peaks, give it, get a COVID shot, do some dabbling on DraftKings, all of the above. You can do all that tomorrow. That'd be a hell of a Saturday. I want to remind everybody, be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Check out gophnx.com for the latest. We are prepping for the NBA draft next Thursday. And yes, Lee, happy Father's Day. Thank happy you. Father's Day to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to everyone in this podcast, my three phenomenal co-hosts. And again, Become a member at gophnx.com, 99 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months. Again, everybody have a great weekend. For Bo Brock, Damian Anderson, Frank Sanders, stir crazy. I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you Monday. Bye, everybody.